everyone, it's Shelly here at Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining in our faith journey. While the journey may feel long and tiring, know the effort is worth it. You will be transformed by God's word. We are being called to be a beacon of hope for many so that they might see God's love and forgiveness shining through us. I invite you to open your heart, love your neighbor, and enjoy the journey. Despite the harmful influences of our world, prepare to emerge strengthened, for it's in the little things and with God's love and guidance, we can change the world. Good morning, everyone. Today is day 30. It is March 31st. Hard to believe that March is already over and April is almost here. I don't know about you, but uh, it is much welcomed in our household that spring is on its way. However, as we think about Lent, and I don't know about you, but the journey is seeming long. Every day I begin to think, man, is this over yet? How much further do we have to go? But you have to know that this is part of the journey, the waiting, the suffering, the pain, and, and knowing that we must wait through all of this, that's what we're being called to do. It may get long, it may get repetitive, but we, we are being called into that deeper relationship with God. So let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for continuing with us on this journey. Thank you for being here with us, especially when the days get long, it gets grueling, and we question whether or not we should continue. Help to keep us motivated. Help us to keep striving towards your will and knowing that if we do your will, we will come to fruition as well in being raised from the dead when the time comes. Dear Lord, I pray that you're constantly with us, showing us the way, being the light that we need to rebel against what society has planned for us and to embrace what your plan is for us. Help us to understand that you have a way of, t of talking to us, of being with us in a way that we're not necessarily used to. So be with us on this journey and help us to know the way to true light. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, everyone. Yeah, as I was saying, some days the journeys, journey gets long and tiring and we question whether or not we should just do our own thing because it's much easier. But that's kind of the difference that we learn about today in the gospel reading on the difference of being here on earth versus our home in heaven. And what we can be here on earth is different than what Jesus has in heaven. And that's hard for us to touch. It's hard for us to grasp. And therefore, when the days get long, when the journey gets tiring, it, it becomes difficult for us to continue to grasp that each and every day. So as we hear about uh, in the Dynamic Catholic book and Rediscover the Saints, um, we learn about the Saint Anthony of the Desert. And it talks about being a rebel. And so uh, the question gets asked in there, do you want to be a child of God or a slave to the culture? And so what we're talking about today is a, being a rebel against society. So what societal norms are expecting us to just go along with what society has been doing, we're actually being called to be a rebel so that we can be more like a child of God as opposed to that slave of the culture that's been ingrained in us. So it's this difference of love versus consumption and God's desires for us and society's desires for us. 
So we are being called to love our neighbors as ourselves and to be there and show up for one another, even though these times are difficult. In the people that you interact with on a daily basis, if you're still going to work, um, if you're still going out in public, things are a little bit different. And if you call somebody on the phone, you might be realizing that it's seeming very different today and those conversations might start to get more difficult. Especially if we find out that school is canceled for the rest of the year, or if we find out that things are going to be getting a lot worse, which I hear they are. I think a lot of people's attitudes for the first two weeks have been good um, and accepting of this and embracing this new life. But when the journey gets long, what will happen? Will we come together and love one another or will we turn to things that help to please us in the short term? Whether that's media, whether that is doing other harmful things, or maybe it's distancing yourself even further from those around you. What we're being called to do, though, is to love God even further. So reject that world's vision for your life, what the world wants you to do. Maybe that's in your career. Maybe that's in um, your lifestyle. Uh, maybe that's in the things that you consume, the things you purchase, the things that you bring into your life that are merely just things and only give you short-term satisfaction. And instead, direct your life towards embracing and celebrating God's vision for you because that is what leads to true joyfulness and fullness in your life. So what Anthony of the desert did, he sold and gave away all of his possessions. Everything that he owned, he gave away or sold. And he gave the, the money that he received from that and any money he had to help support the poor because that's what he was being called to do. Think about that. Are you willing to give up everything that you have in order to follow God? That's what we're being called to do today. And how can you use the gifts that you've been given to empower others and to be there for others? Especially as this journey gets long, there are going to be those who are struggling. What are you willing to do for them to help them in their life? Although you want to kind of hold on to some of those things during this time, that's not what we're being called to do because those are the things here on earth. So as we look at that gospel reading and it says, uh, Jesus says, I am going away and you will look for me. Have we been doing that all along? Have we been on this journey seeking out God and Jesus on the cross? So where he was going, we cannot go at this time and so he is not able to be touched or felt we can feel his presence um, very spiritually but we can't necessarily touch him and feel him like everything else on this earth that we can because we belong to the earth and jesus belongs to what is above heaven and and beyond so we must believe that our, that jesus is our true savior and the only way to get to him as we hear in this gospel reading is to believe that he truly is the Messiah and is coming to save us. If we believe that, then upon our death, then we will be reunited with Jesus in that, in that same space. And so um, know that, that God sent Jesus to come and be our sign, to be our light and our truth. And, and God also shares with us that he will never leave us alone that he will never betray us, he will never leave us. 
And so even though this journey becomes long and difficult, and it's hard to really grasp a lot of the things that are going on in our society, we're being called to focus on the cross. Because the cross, that crucifix, is the one thing that we have that connects us to Jesus' death and helps us to understand that this isn't just a gruesome act, but Jesus is truly on that cross to forgive our sins. All of the hatred, all the all of the negativity, all of the the awful things that we do in our life are right up there on that cross because Jesus died to forgive all of those sins. And so that if we truly believe in him upon our death, we will be reunited with him, not here on earth and not with the physical things that we have, but we will be reunited in heaven. So are we able to connect and relate to God and, and really come back to understanding what we're being called to do? This journey truly is worth it, but we have to know that we're being called to have that deeper relationship with God. One thing I wanted to bring up, I did read um, Bishop Robert Barron's message today in his interpretation uh, of the gospel reading, and there is one point in here that, that I wanted to uh, share. He says, um, we are meant to see on that cross not simply a violent display, but rather our own ugliness. What brought Jesus to the cross was our stupidity, anger, mistrust, institutional injustice, betrayal of a friend, denial, unspeakable cruelty, scapegoating, fear, and more. It's all of these dysfunctions that are revealed on the cross. So the next time that you're looking at that crucifix, be reminded of our own sin, of our own hatred, of all of those negative influences on our life. And know that the reason why Jesus is, is there and, and was went through all of this was to forgive that negativity. And so it also says here, um, we can't stop telling the story at this point. Dante and every other spiritual master know that the only way up is down. When we live in convenient darkness, convenience, or unawareness of our sins, we will never make spiritual progress. So we need the light, however painful it is, that we can begin to rise. So think about that. We, in order to go up, we must go down. So without the, the, crucifix, without the crucifixion, there isn't a re- resurrection. So as we approach Holy Week, and as awful as that is uh, in seeming, and Jesus having to go through all of the ridicule and the problems that he went through, we have to have that crucifixion before the resurrection. He couldn't have risen from the dead if he hadn't gone through all of this. But he was willing to do this to forgive all of our sins. So remember that. He is that light. Focus on that little light to help you get through this, to help you overcome your sins, and to to push away all of those negative influences in our lives. If we keep and remain focused on that light, no matter how dim it might be, that is what will bring us through this darkness. And so be prepared that God is calling you to do these things, um, that he is calling you to forgive one another, to forgive yourself and focus on that cross, because that is where true, true forgiveness and true salvation lies. So as we close today, I'm going to read the the prayer that was at the end of our reading today. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. 
Lord, help us to realize that the saints were ordinary people who made themselves available to you. Give us the courage to make ourselves completely available to you, even if that means that we must travel through the desert, even if we can't see the light, even if we don't have that true <clears throat> vision or clear sight on where we are headed. Help us to trust that those things in our society and here on earth are not what we're working towards, that we are working towards a life with you forever in heaven. That is something that we cannot grasp or truly understand at this point. But help us to know that if we follow that light, that beacon of hope that you're giving to us, that we truly can be saved through all of this. And that even though the journey may be long right now, that will be a mere uh, vision of the past. And we don't necessarily want to focus on that, but use this time to get through that and to prepare for what is to come. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful day. And continue to pray for those who are suffering this day, those who are on our front lines, and those who are suffering with COVID-19. I pray that you have a wonderful day, and we continue on this journey. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.